But let's get into our 10 o'clock business talk. And you know that uh, we feature different business owners, different entrepreneurs, just to hear about their story and also uh, to take a look at how they've been surviving uh, under COVID-19, which we know has obliterated uh, small businesses in the country. Dr. Zamatladi is the founder of Nubian Medical Aesthetics. Dr. Tladi, a very good morning to you. Good morning, Kathy. How are you? I'm well, thank you. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. And, you know, you, of course, do your, your and I'm going to try not have my, you know, I've been practicing this um, even during news because I knew that I was going to stumble on it. But let me try and take a deep breath and see if I can cor- pronounce it correctly. You're an aesthetician, right? Is that is that correct? Am I yes. on the right track? Okay. Yes. <laughs> and you, 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 you specialize specifically um, with African skin types. Talk to us about how you got into this business to begin with. Okay. Um Actually, as, as, as a medical doctor, we don't do aesthetic medicine at medical school. So, um, as I was working, uh, someone actually introduced me to aesthetic medicine, as I've always loved dermatology and the skin health at medical school. And then they told me that it, it is closely related to dermatology. Then I thought, okay, let me just give me a try. Let me just give it a try and attend just one course. I was actually blown away after finding out the kind of treatments that they give there. And also, a lot of people don't really understand um, medical aesthetics because of this perception about the skin glow and the whole looking good uh, from social media, people uh, doing treatments just to get the glow. Um, Aesthetic medicine is also more about health promotion. I'm talking about the improving quality of life as well as preventing future illnesses. If you take care of your well-being, and I'm talking about what you eat and exercising, it will surely prevent further development of illnesses in the future. It's more of preventative medicine. So that's what I fell in love with. I fell in love with the whole part of disease prevention. If you take care of your health, obviously, Mm. it's also going to come out in your skin. You, you know, the reality is that I've never thought about aesthetics, aesthetic medicine as uh, disease prevention. Quite frankly, uh, a lot of it, in fact, uh, you know, a lot of people, of course, seek help for whatever issues they might be uh, having that affects their confidence. Because ultimately, well, when people first encounter you, they, they see your skin, they see whether or not you've got uh, a red pimple that's growing. And oftentimes people feel that their judgments that are being made against them are based on whatever they, whatever skin conditions they may have. Yes, yes, absolutely. So when they talk about uh, quality of life, I mean, if you're not happy with how you look, what are the chances that you'll be able to address people or be confident enough to meet new people every day as we do on a daily basis? So if we get to attend to that particular problem that is making you to be unhappy, then you are more than likely to be confident and then you'll have to follow us with your big dreams, you know, and shine out there.
You speak about the fact that in South Africa, there are very few medical doctors who actually provide aesthetic services that have been tailor, uh, tailored rather for, for African skin. Yes, there are actually very few. Um, from my own personal experience, I've had my struggles with skin when you're looking for products that are actually good for your skin. And then you would just go and get products that you think will work best, only to find out that you don't see any results, I mean, within a month. So I thought, okay, maybe it's something that I can look into for people who are more like me, who are struggling to get the right products for their skin, you know, because our skin is slightly different, you know, so it needs someone who can cater to these types of problems. How speak to me about the process? Because I was going to ask how how easy was it, but I don't want to assume that it was easy or difficult. But talk to me about the process of moving from being a medical doctor to then branching out into a place where you want to start your own uh, skin clinic effectively and and treat patients and and have this business. Um, first and foremost, it was not easy at all. Because, you know, I think like with anyone, moving from a space where you are an employee to being a a boss now, it's more of you making things happen, making sure that whatever happens, that you have to make things happen. Personally, what I found to be the most challenging thing ever was the marketing part of things, because... Uh, as a normal GP, you don't really market yourself. But with um, medical aesthetics, people don't really have to come to you. So you have to give them enough reason for them to come to you. So now that's where marketing gets in. So I, 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 I struggled with that initially. So And then the marketing part of things happens to be very costly. So I can imagine why... Uh, there are a few um, African doctors that are in this business. It's because of that. But you just have to learn. You never stop learning every day. I'm still learning as it is now. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it gets better and better. Dr. Zamatladi is the founder of Nubian Medical Aesthetics. We'll continue our conversation with her after this. The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. As part of our business talk today, we're in conversation with Dr. Zamatladi. She's the founder of Nubian Medical Aesthetics. If you want to engage in this conversation with her, uh, the number to use this morning, 011-714-2006. You can also send your SMS uh, messages on 41391. Uh, the WhatsApp line is 614 And on Twitter, it's at SFM Radio. The hashtag is SFM Talking. Point, Dr. Gladi, you were speaking about some of the challenges that you were facing as you started your business around them being marketing. So once you were able to overcome the, the issue of getting your name and your brand out there, what was the response of people to it? Um, firstly, there are a lot of misconceptions. And I'd like to think maybe it's the way it's been advertised, even on social media. A lot of people think it's for celebrities, you know, uh, 
So someone would think, no, I'm not a celebrity. I don't appear on TV, so I don't need that. But on the contrary, uh, funny enough, the clients that I get are people who are professionals. They just come wanting to get their treatments and go back to work or go back home to live their normal lives. They are not even celebrities. So it's basically for everyone who is looking out to take care of their well-being, well, and the skin, of course. What would you say are some of the biggest lessons that you have learned being a, a business owner? I think first and foremost would be people skills. You know, it's something that you have to have, I think, for any business. If you can't have people skills, then it's better to go out there and learn because being cooked up, I was an expert. <laughs> I couldn't get a point across. I mean, having a conversation used to be a, a big challenge to me. And now I had to get out of that, speak more. So as a result, and then I got to get used to that. So it's no longer a challenge. So it's, it's getting out of your shell, getting out of your comfort zone to actually win in this business thing. So, yeah. How have things been under COVID-19 and what, what has been the impact perhaps on your business? Um, the challenge is with, with the COVID-19, you get a lot of people being scared of getting out, obviously, and it's understandable with this COVID-19, it's a serious thing. And on the contrary, I was getting a lot of people who are coming for the immune system vitamin trips because there was a lot of scare uh, about having your immune system weak as a result of the COVID-19. Now you get worse when you are ill or you get the infection. So we've got a lot of people who are coming for that. So I think it sort of like changed slightly uh, about being given the glow, but it was more about giving people what they need at this stage in life because if the immune system is weak, so we need to do something about it so that your immune system becomes strong enough to cater for this virus Mm -hmm. that is causing a lot of trouble for people. Dr. Kadi, do you think that we're, we're any closer to a point where we can have good skin products that are available to the majority of people at, at affordable prices? Most definitely, yes. Yes, absolutely. So we, we need to head into that direction because, uh, yes, most people think the products are expensive, but the more, the more we look into producing products that are very good for our skin, then we need to look at the expenses so people don't get to pay so much. And why do you think it is that that we're not there yet? I think it's more about the knowledge. So if we get out there and teach people and educate them and people will get more understanding what is this about because I feel like if you don't know enough, you don't know what you're missing on. So uh, you, you you need to have options and say, I don't want this because of one, two, three, but not because you don't know anything about it. So I think it starts with education. 
All right, Dr. Zamatladi, I've got one WhatsApp voice note for you. Uh, I'm going to ask the team just to queue it up. Okay. Hi, Kathy. This is Sealohani from Soweto. May you please ask the doctor for, for me if stretch marks can be completely removed and what does she suggest uh, a person to use so they can remove stretch marks? Thanks. Bye. Dr. Gadi, a very, very important question, that one. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yes, um, the stretch marks, you can improve on the appearance of stretch marks. Improve, not remove. No, no, no. You can never remove stretch marks. That's not fair. Why? (laughs) I mean, you know, I I feel like by now somebody should have figured it out. Surely it can't be that complicated. Um, Unfortunately, the, the, the younger you are, you can't get close to removing them completely. But with the age, you can improve up to 80%, of which is better than nothing. So um, the important elements than anything, I think let's rather start with the one which doesn't cost anything, the water element. No, you know, with you drinking water is very good for your skin besides other parts of your body. Then secondly... We have to look at the aspect of collagen. Collagen is the structural protein predominantly on your skin. You also have it on your muscles, your joints, your hair, your nails. So from the age of 25, then you start losing 1% of collagen every year. So the question is, what are you doing to prevent that from happening or improve on this collagen loss? That's why now they have the oral supplements of collagen. So if you can get yourself collagen supplements and drink a lot of water, you will see the improvements on your stretch marks. Of course, it won't be 80%. That is when if you really, really want to remove these stretch marks, then you have to find yourself going to to get aesthetic treatments for it then you're more likely to almost remove them completely. Is it not going to cost an arm and a leg, though? I mean, reasonably, is this something that an ordinary person can afford? Uh, Yes, yes. You you can get treatments which are actually very cheap. Dr. Tladi, what's your version of cheap? Um, How much are we talking here? Uh, I could say maybe around... 600 to 800, but the water, it's free, remember? And then the collagen, <laughs> and the collagen you know, it, mm. it, it, it's, it's mm. not that expensive at all. So okay. you just take the supplement as you're taking your multivitamin. Then you work from there. And even getting a treatment, you can get like two sessions in a month. If you are lucky, you would get your results or with the results that you feel like, you know what, I think I'm good now, you know, in just two sessions in a month. Uh, I've got a question here from uh, Nondobeko Soko, who says she wants to start a lip gloss business um, and asked me to ask you how and where uh, can she get funds and are there vendors here in South Africa? 
So please repeat the question. So uh, Nontobe Kosoko wants to start a lip gloss business. Mm-hmm. And she's asking where and, and how can she go about getting funds. I think she just wants to know from your own experience how you were able to fund your business and if there are entities that you can refer her to. Um, there are actually a lot of, 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 of places where she can get funds. But where I would start, I would ask the people from the banks because they... They, they, they also have funds that they can help within the bank. Then also you have to go out there and look for places like your CFAs so they're able to provide you with the forms that you can apply for so that you can get the funds that you would like. So there are a lot of like BEE-based companies that are willing to, to help you with the funds. If you can just Google them, there a lot. Okay, and um, somebody else wants to know if there's a cure for eczema. And, uh, you know, she's got two children who are struggling with it and specialists are unable to help them. Um, actually, eczema is, is a skin condition which is lifelong, more like your diabetes, hypertension. So now what happens with people with eczema, it's the skin barrier, the outer layer of the skin that is highly sensitive, especially to products that have your fragrances. So you need to be highly selective as to which products are you using for your skin. You can't just use any products. At the same time, we have to look out for what you use to wash or cleanse your skin because it triggers a lot of reaction and people with eczema. So especially with kids, I think I would start by taking them to a dermatologist so that they can prescribe what they can use to wash their skin. People with eczema are, are, are the, the high, the high, the top, at the top of people who actually need to be selective in what they're using their skin. You can't just buy over the shelf what you think will work for your skin because you're going to have a lot of problems. All right, Dr. Zamatladi, let me thank you so much for uh, your time and for being a part of this conversation. She's the founder of Nubian Medical Aesthetics and sharing a bit of her entrepreneurial journey with us today. And, um, you know, being somebody that focuses in particular on treating African skins and, yeah, finding that this was a niche market and she's created a a very big opportunity for herself. And again, uh, we have South Africans that are showing us exactly what is possible. We're going to take a short break and I'm back with more after this.